on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the realists say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have Q and AF We answer your Q's and I do my AF's That's how we do it all right, I do three, and then uh, we ask you to pay the fee. The fee is very simple. If you learned something, made you laugh, made you think, it was valuable info that helped you in any way or made you, uh, you know, think this was shareable information, we'd appreciate it if you uh, helped us out, grow the show, okay? Um, you could submit your questions where? Uh, email your questions in, guys, to askandy at andyforsala.com. Yeah, and that's DJ. Hey. What's up? <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> All right, let's do it, man. Let's knock it out. And yeah. Question number one for you. How do you go about maintaining standards once you have them set? Well, dude, that's awareness, okay? Because, mm. you know, what I talk about is zero compromise, okay, or zero option mentality. Now, people are confused by what those phrases mean. They mean two different things. This one, what we're talking about here is zero compromise. What that means is, when you set a standard, you have to live by that standard. And when you catch yourself slipping on that standard, you automatically correct that right away. Zero. Immediately. Huh? Yeah, immediately. Zero compromise. Yeah. Okay. Because once you compromise once, you compromise a second time, a third time, a fourth time. And then, you know, you don't know where the fuck you are, how you got there and what's going on. And you're completely out of control in your life. Yeah. This happens to most people. And most people spend their entire existence on this planet in that reactive state. Mm. Okay. So the standards that you set must be corrected the very second that you notice that you've slipped, all right? That's awareness. That means you have to audit yourself. That means you have to look at yourself and examine yourself regularly, not once a year on New Year's resolution time. <laughs> I'm talking about multiple times a day. Mm. For example, like I particularly look at little bitty things as a dilution to my own discipline. Mm. Like you will see me if you're around me do really weird shit that you wouldn't see a CEO do. Yeah. Like what? Uh on cardio walks, picking up fucking nails. What what uh, what else? Shit joints in the hallway or bathroom, wiping piss off the toilet uh toilet seat. Yeah. Like you'll come in here and you'll see me wiping down the urinals. Yeah. Okay? And you'll be like, "Why the fuck is this guy wiping down the urinals?" Because if I see something that needs to be addressed and I don't address it, I just withdrew from my discipline account, mm. okay? And I, I, I compromised, yeah. which, which the next time will be more, the next time more, and the next time more. And I literally tie my entire success on this planet to these things. To that, yeah. Yeah, so like, dude, you, if you start viewing your discipline the right way and understand that every time you look the other way, when you see something that needs to be fixed, your discipline is actually going down, your, your self-belief is going down, your ability to uh, execute is going down and all these things are starting to starting to happen because you compromise. You'll look at doing the little things a lot differently. Yeah. If you look at the little, little piece of paper that you walk by and understand that because you walk by and didn't address that, um, you're going to walk by 14 other things and one of which might cost you actual money, mm. you'll start doing the little things. Yeah. So it's about assigning value to things that other people think are insignificant and being aware enough to correct them the minute they get off course. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. So, so you walk through here, you think everybody has fucking OCD or something. 
Yeah, but they don't. What they understand, like I get asked that all the time. How yeah. do you get, how do you, why is this place so clean? Why is it this? Yeah. Why is it that? Because these people here understand what I just said because I teach them that daily. It's fucking, it, it's contagious. I, no, dude, it's self-serving. People don't mm. understand. It's not teamwork to do that. Like people think, oh, the team, the Let's team. Let's walk through here all together at three o'clock. The team, the team, yeah. the team must be great. The yeah. team is great, but the team is great because the individuals are great. Mm. Okay. The individuals understand in this company, in these four walls, that if they walk by something, they're actually probably going to make less money down the road because of that. Not because I caught them, but because they will slip on all their other things. Right. See right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once you get people to understand that, it becomes a lot easier to get them to hold the line. So, yeah, it's very simple. It's just people looking at it the wrong way. That's real. <clears throat> Andy, question number two. You've proven time and time again, and guys, if you listen to the CTIs and, and listen for the last two years especially, Andy, you've proven time and time again that you have an ability to see the future and how things will play out. Is that a skill or is that a gift? And if it is a skill, how did you develop it? You know... <sighs> I don't like using the term gifts yeah, because I think it discourages people. But I think if I did have a gift, my gift is the ability to connect dots and see corners that other people don't see yet. Um, other people call that like vision or they call people like that visionaries. I don't like that shit. Uh, I'm just a regular dude that happens to have a, a, a pretty nice little gift. Um, but it's not hard to develop that. I'm, I'm naturally... Uh, able to do this yeah okay but then also what i make sure i do and this is this is why most people can't see the shit that's going on uh in the world right now and this is also why most people have trouble in business anticipating what's coming down the pipe number one uh they're not paying nearly enough attention to these things at all remember when i said uh in the episode earlier uh a couple days ago where i said um you know this is all i do yeah <laughs> Okay. Well, when I'm looking into things, I get obsessed about them. Okay. And I, I don't just observe the things from the people I agree with. I observe the things from people I don't agree with. And then I look at the data. And so I draw, uh, you know, I deduce a, 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 an outcome based off of all the available information. That sounds pretty easy to do. But the problem is most people don't, uh, don't aren't willing to like put their ego aside and listen to someone who might think differently. Like how many podcasters out there that talk about American shit are interviewing the leader of Black Lives Matter? None. You see what I'm saying? None. But, his, but Hawk's point of view is very important because there's a, big, there's a big part of the society. Now, you know, I got a lot of black folks that message me after that and they're like, you got to understand, most black people don't think like that. Yeah, but some do. Okay, so I want to hear what they say and I want to see where we can find the common ground I also want to see things from their perspective. And I think that people are naturally closed down because of the societal nature of attack, 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 make my sound boy, make my sound point or my sound bite go viral. Um, oh, dude, you own that dude. Yeah. Like all these things, they are anti-solution and they were, they are pro-divisive. Okay. So for you to come up with a conclusion that actually is the truth you have to dig deep into all sides of the information, right? Like a lot of people who are conservatives, they will not watch MSNBC or CNN to even see what's being said, right? right? All they do is look at the memes where all most of these people are just ripping on these people and they aren't trying to see what's happening, right? And, and you have to do that. So in business, it's the same way. 
You you need to analyze all the data. You need to analyze every possible every possible scenario that can work out, and then you decide on what the most likely one is. And so, I can do that relatively quickly now because I've been doing it for a long, long time. And I think my business, my experience of business, is what's really helped me be able to see what the fuck is going on for these last two years. And I think that's why a lot of people haven't been able to see it. I have experiences that they don't have that allow me to understand why decisions are being made at certain levels, right? right? Where other people just think these people are good-hearted people telling them the truth. Does that make sense? That makes perfect, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's a little bit of both for me. You know, I think I do have a natural ability to see those things. Um, and I think my life speaks to that. My, you know, like you really can't argue with the results. Um, but I also don't think that if you're just... If you're not more inclined, you can develop it. Yes, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it really has to do with you observing all the data and be willing to look at all the data and not discount things because you don't like them. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Andy. And then you connect the dots, bro. The bit, the, 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 look, this is, the, this is the truth I found. It walks like a duck. It sounds like a duck. It looks like a duck. It doesn't matter what fucking CNN is saying. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's a fucking duck. All right. No shit. And, and that's the same way in business. You yeah. have to be able to trust yourself mm. enough. And I think a lot of people see what the fuck has been happening the last couple of years, but they don't want to say so because they don't, they don't have the experience and the confidence necessarily that I have. So they don't want to voice it out because they don't want to be wrong. Okay. And that's a whole nother thing. I don't care about being wrong. Like if I'm wrong, I'll say, well, hey, I guess I fucked that up, you know, and I'll make it right. But that's, that's how you got to be if you're going to be bold. If you're going to be bold, you got to be willing to be humble too. So does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. Okay. Absolutely. Andy, our third and final question for you today. What is your take on jumping on trends or bandwagons when it comes to business? It depends. Um, I think... You know, in my business, uh, performance nutrition is my main business. Health is my main business. Um, and that's when I say my, my business, I'm talking about that. I'm in a lot of other things. But these, what I'm about to say applies to everything, okay? In our business, there's all kinds of trends that have happened over the year that I ethically know are not correct. Mm. And so I've refused to jump on them. Where I could have made literally probably billions of extra dollars at this point doing so, okay? But I didn't. Um, because I think ethics matter. Yeah. And I think how you make your money matters. And I think if you know something doesn't work, like for example, in the last question, when I, when I dig into all these different things and then I know for sure it doesn't work, how can I ethically put that out even if it is hot on a trend? Mm. That's just not how I do things. Right. And you know, there's other people in this industry who have done those things and made those decisions and it's come back to bite them where they end up going to jail or they end up in deep shit. And, you know, that's the risk of jumping on a trend that you know is not right, even though there's money to be made there. So I think you have to be conscious of that because you're long. It's the long game, bro. It's not the short game. It's the long game. Um, but I will also say there's, it's very important to follow trends that are real. Okay. Uh, you know, for example, um, you know, people are moving from a place of I just want to look good to I want to look good and I want to be healthy on the inside, right? The pandemic scared the fuck out of a lot of people, dude. I've had a lot, 
How many people have you seen come through HQ that have lost 200 pounds in the last two years? Yeah. A lot. A shit ton. Right. And the reason they've done that is because they're legitimately scared and they realize, man, I got to be healthy. And so, you know, we were, we were traditionally a performance-based company only, and now we've become a whole health company that helps people do both. And that's a trend, but I think that's a trend that will stay, okay? Um, but, you know, I think, I think trends matter a lot. And I think it's important for you to know what the trends are, but it's also important for you to be selective about which trends you decide you want to jump on. Yeah. You know, because yeah. like there's some that will come back to bite you. Like the metaverse you, shit. Huh? Like the metaverse shit. Well, yeah. I, like I, that's just trending. Sure. Is it? Facebook lost $239 billion in one day. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's also true. Yeah. You know, yeah. is it? I, I, I stand by what I said. There's going to be a massive part of society that's not going to go further into technology than what they already are. This is a very good example. I'm glad you brought it up because the trend now, the trend, like all these gurus and entrepreneurs are trying to make the trend the metaverse and they're bragging about how much money they're going to make and blah, 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 blah. But if you're paying attention to the actual trend, the actual trend is that people are becoming technology averse, mm -hmm. meaning they do not want to spend more time than they already do with that fucking phone in front of their face. So what makes you think those people are then going to surrender to putting goggles on and living their entire life on a fucking set of goggles. You see what I'm saying? So, and I stand by that. And, and like, dude, look, that doesn't mean that it's going to get rejected. There will be a lot of people that go into that and make a whole bunch of money. Um, but there's going to be a lot of people that don't. And, and it, I think we're at a time where there will be a hard line drawn in the sand between people who are wanting to go that way and people who aren't. And I'm betting on the people who aren't because it's human nature. People want to, People want to live their life. They want to feel the sun. They want to be healthy. They want to be active. They want to, they want to have experiences. They want to travel. And this whole shutdown for the last two years was geared to make people forget about those things. And what I think it's actually done is made people way more hungry for those things. They're starving. Right. So, so, so what is the actual trend? Right. You know, and, and people hear this shit from me and they think, Oh, well, he's, you know, he's old and he's stubborn. He's going to be missing no, out. Well, <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. Like, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm not shitting on anybody. I'm not going to argue with anybody. But I'm just telling you, there's a, the, the big opportunity, the big trend is real world shit. Because a lot of people are abandoning it for, the, for this shit. And, like, I see this with young entrepreneurs all over the place. They're abandoning building brands in the real world to try to do NFTs and metaverse shit. And it's like, okay, but even if you go in there, you're going to have to have the same business skills in there as you do here. Right. And at right? some point, them goggles. Yeah, like, dude, it's just the short term. The battery's going to die on them goggles at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you got to charge that shit up. So, so, you know, there's ethical, there's, I think a lot of people, you know, after we put out the episode where I said that. Uh, which was a number of episodes ago where I yeah. talked about the metaverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had so many people who were already talking about what they were going to do in the metaverse actually message me back and be like, fuck dude, I never actually thought about it like that. Yeah. Like that gives me a real, like real hesitation to pursue that because I think it's wrong for humans. Yeah. I think it is wrong for humans. And so, but yeah, dude, trends are fine. Trends are great and trends are necessary, but you have to be selective about which ones you choose to operate on and which ones not awesome well, guys andy that is three so go pay the fee yeah do that shit yeah.
from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed.